0: Welcome aboard. Welcome to the podcast. It's time for Hawk Talk with Jerry Hawk. There's a very fine line between and there's a correlation between really great leadership and mediocre leadership. Um, Daniel Goleman uh, wrote this book, uh, Primal Leadership. And he wrote, great leaders move us. They ignite our passion and inspire the best in us. When we try to explain that, why that they're so effective, oftentimes we speak of strategy, vision, or powerful ideas. Great leadership works through emotions. Think of your life. What do you really remember? The things that you remember have an emotion attached to it. You crashed your bike as a kid. You flew over the handlebar. You tore your knee up. You felt that fear. You felt that trauma. You remember that, emo- that event. If you've ever had the pleasure to see a child being born, the utter joy and the fear... All in one little package. You remember the visceral details of every bit of it. It resonates in your body. Great leaders see and feel emotions in the people in themselves, number one, so that they can clear whether what they're feeling in order to meet others where they're at. So anyway, I, I now I... I I want to tell you a, a little story and I had the pleasure of working for a man by the name of Paul Olson when I was a kid, 21 years old and this, this, this man, um, it was an honor to be a part of his team. It was a privilege. I didn't understand it at the time. I didn't understand that he was mentoring me. And I also had the pleasure of having the, another man inside the same organization that was kind of the flip side of Paul Olson. And his name was Tom McGrenahan. And, and he happened to be my brother-in-law. So I had the best of both worlds. McGrenahan was analytical knew processes, knew how to really make things happen, was a logistical thinker, used his left brain masterfully. Whereas Paul, Oli is what we called him, was engaging. You felt his presence. He was relational. He met you where you were at. So Oli had a way of looking at everything with a bit of class, with some humor, and the class was always half full with him, and I was attracted to it, and so was everyone else. When he walked in a room, you felt his presence. He was a little bit shorter than me, but my wife thought he was taller than me. That's how big he was. That always pissed me off when she said that too. Anyway, Coaching at his business um, meant being involved in my life. So let me say it a different way. His style of leadership looked like coaching. His style of leadership looked like mentoring. His style of leadership meant that he took an active interest in who I was as a human being. He made me feel like in a room of a thousand people, and he was an MC, and he had a lot of people clamoring around him, but he had this innate ability to make me feel like I was the most important person in the room. Do you know anybody like that in your life? Fortunately, I've been given that compliment. And I think I've got that compliment because I had the mentoring and the coaching from somebody who really understood the importance of meeting somebody where they were at. He helped support my family dynamics. He knew the names of my kids. He invited me to his house for, he had a swimming pool. He included me in his thoughts. He invited me into his office after a day of uh, selling. I was a salesman for him. Um, He also uh, believed and encouraged me in my own uh, philanthropic uh, um, uh, wants. You know, I I once uh, came to him and this is back, I was probably 27 years old. I said, hey, I want to start an optimist club in Lamar's, Iowa is where I lived. And uh, he, he supported it. You know, do, do you need any money to get it off of the ground? He knew that by pouring gas on my values, which I wasn't even conscious of, I just wanted to do it. I thought it meant it was a good idea. I had a I had a, a little girl at the time and, and I wanted, uh, the optimist stood for kids and I wanted to make a an impact in my community. I had no idea that I was honoring my values. He did. So he supported me in that. He is behind me 100% trying to pour gas on the leader within me. As a brash young salesman, he is able to help me see the importance of confidence and humility. <clears throat> he'd pump me up and he'd give me wisdom like a father. He instinctively knew when to bring me back to earth. So I'll give you the example. Um, I used to go off to Sioux City and I'd, we were developing this new radio station. I made a big sale. I came back to his office. He would wave me in, tell me about your day, son. I'd sit across from him, and that was back in the days you could have a cigarette, you know. And he'd offer me a <coughs> Pall Mall, which I really wasn't much of a smoker. And uh, tell me about your day, son. It's awesome. I can just feel it. So I went in, I started telling him about how I kicked Ass that day, I got this new client, and they signed up for an annual. Now it's just busting. And he goes, "Tell you what, you did so good today. You can come back and work for me tomorrow." I was like, "Whoa, holy that!" T- That just killed me. What do you, why did you say that? He said, Because, Jerry, you're only as good as your last sale. This is the game. It's a game. And you need to stay level. Not too high, not too low. Stay level. Anyway, I, I, I love that man. And to this very day, I thank my lucky stars that I got to work for him, with him. Uh, in his organization and develop into the human being that I am. So with that being said, tying this all back together, what kind of leader are you? Are you relational or are you transactional? And think about it that way. It's just like the sales game. Are you a relational seller which means you want to know what the client's needs and wants are, and you will go to any length to find out what those needs and wants are and meet them where they're at, including their biggest fears, their biggest uh, complaints, and really listening. Like you could repeat it back word for word. Make it personal. Become relational. That's what really good leadership looks like. If I know what's present in the room that I'm trying to lead, meaning is this room full of fear? Is this room got some anger in it? Does this room have some fear in it? Is this room whipped with shame? That will give you the insight that you need. Versus here's the program, this is what I've got, buy it very unemotional there's nothing inspiring there so my hope for you today is feel inspired and have it come from your heart and don't settle for anything but the very best that you want to create